0: I'm a fun you guy. You have fun when they finish below 500. I'm just Captain fun. I guess.
1: i wear a captain suit, the show from now on. I don't like to half point. Well, that's called the hook. I don't like that's it. What the hook How do you get rid of it? Can you get rid of the hook? I'm going to have a here.
0: Good afternoon, everyone. Glad to have you with us alongside Pauly Cebilia. I'm Stephen Fontes. We welcome you into a Friday edition of Orange Nation. We've got David Shoemate, voice of the Duke Blue Devils, coming your way at twelve fifteen. Tim Leonard, voice of the SU women's basketball team and men's lacrosse squad. He'll join us at one o'clock, and then our good friend John Ryan, twenty eight year professional sports better, will join us at 1.30. Give us his best bets heading into the weekend. And we'll mix in your phone calls throughout at 315-437-7644. What's
1: up, Pauly? Not much. We're also going to play the match game today, Steve. It's the day before a game. It is the day before a game. So we get to uh, play our favorite thing, match game, where we predict what's going to happen. Not just a score, not just the winner, but basically everything that's going to happen in the game. I look forward to it. Do you? I do. Good. It's Friday, Steve. You excited about this game tomorrow? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It doesn't have the buzz it normally does. I feel that about everything though. Like I said that about the Super Bowl. You too. did say
0: that about the Super Bowl. I just
1: think there's too much going on in the world. Are we gonna have a poly, a poly uh, life moment here? i was gonna say you're. Uh, I think you're building too many blanket forts with Indian. There's
0: just there's no, no buzz. No,
1: like there's just too. You're just inundated with so much stuff. Like you don't know what's happening in real life anymore interesting take. Okay. Like Twitter's got 10 billion different things on it. Facebook's got another billion things on it. You got 10 billion channels on your TV. I
0: I do think that you're right about tomorrow. That there there is less buzz than normal. I think there are several reasons for that. I think the fact that, you know, coach K is gone, Duke is not ranked right now. Hughes is um just Hughes yeah, I mean neither team's ranked. Uh they you know, they're both 9 and 6 you know in the conference standings. Um, yeah, I mean it it does feel a little bit different. But with that being said, this is still a really important game for both teams. This isn't just a big game for Syracuse, it's a big game for Duke as well. Duke is 2 and 6 away from home in the ACC as we've discussed. Uh, they are underachieving. They are a young team trying to figure it out, trying to make a push. You know, we keep saying that that Syracuse is lacking quality wins. Look at Duke's resume. There's a lot. There's a lot of teams lacking good wins
1: in the ACC. Yeah, well, right, because there's not a lot of great teams that jump off the page. Well, that, you know what, Coach Beheim, you know, I he's right about the the net. Like, if you get a strong net at the start of the season and then you're in a good conference, your net's not going to move. you're in good shape. And
0: the ACC struggled in the non-conference as a whole, and it's hard for the ACC as a whole to make up ground because of that. You you look at Duke's resume, though. um, You know, early on, they played some tough teams out of conference. They played Kansas out of conference, but they lost that game. They played Purdue out of conference, got crushed in that game. Uh, Played Ohio State when we thought Ohio State might be good. That was in November. Ohio State turned out not to be good. Um, you look at their best win in conference, and they did beat Miami at home, 68-66. That's really their only really good win. I mean, they lost at Virginia. They lost at Miami, got crushed at Miami, lost by 22 in that game. Um, you know, you look at their last three games, Pauly, uh, they're 1-2. The one win was over Notre Dame in a game that they hung on for dear life in at the end. So this is... Uh, this is not the Duke team that, that we're used to seeing, so I think that's part of the reason that there is a lack of buzz. But this is very much a winnable game, especially the way that Syracuse is playing right now. They're they're playing, you know, th- this goes back to the point you made like a month ago, and it was spot on at the time. It's spot on right now. Yeah, as usual, Steve. I, I wouldn't go that far. But Thank you me. said Syracuse may be an NCAA tournament team without being an NCAA tournament team. They are looking like a team that you do not want to face at, at, at present time. Uh, but their resume certainly uh, is not NCAA worthy uh, at the moment. They got a lot of work to do. But like,
1: they, this is a this is a huge game for both these teams. If the committee's looking at Syracuse in North Carolina, like wow, well, we got to get one of these. North Carolina would w- get in because of the win over Syracuse, right? But why is North Carolina like because their net ranking is good, but they stink?
0: Well. You're you know you're saying if the season ended today. Fortunately the season doesn't end today. I, I don't think they get in solely because they beat Syracuse. No, um, but
1: if it comes down to like picking ACC teams, like we got to get at least 5 from the ACC. They're probably thinking, you know, we need to get TV eyes.
0: Yeah. Um you look at I'm looking at Carolina's resume right now. Um they did beat NC State as well. They
1: did beat Syracuse. How many Quad One wins do they have, Steve?
0: Uh, I don't have their. Uh, let me pull up their net. Stand by. Sorry, I was just looking at their
1: actual schedule.
0: Um, I believe Carolina is. I think they only have one Quad One win, if I'm not mistaken. But let me let me pull up. Their I thought they there.
1: had none when we played them.
0: That could be right. Yeah, you're right. 0 and nine, and then they're seven and one in Quad Two, nine and zero in Quads Three and Four. Right, I remember having this conversation with you that they have nothing, nothing in Quad One, but they have no bad losses. I mean, they're you know again seven and one in Quad Two, nine and zero in Quads Three and Four. That that resume looks a lot different than SU's resume.
1: Yeah, but if like look, if Cuse goes out and beats Clemson and Pittsburgh on the road, if you can notch a couple Quad Ones, you're going to be a you're going to be a more desirable team than
0: yeah. So again, by comparison, SU is 97th right now. In the net, and it's
1: probably going to be around where they are at the end of the year, just because
0: North Carolina's 45, so there's a huge difference. Uh, SU's resume, we said that Carolina was 0 and 9 in Quad One, Syracuse is 0 and 5, Quad Two, Syracuse is 2 and 3, and again Carolina yeah. was 7 and 1, and then Syracuse 14 and 2 in Quads three and four, and uh, and Carolina was nine and 0, so their resumes aren't really close at the moment. Uh, and North Carolina beat them head to head, so I don't think it's just because they beat them head to head. I think there are yeah. a lot of reasons that Carolina would get in over Syracuse right now. But fortunately, season doesn't end today. Um, they still got five games left in the regular season plus ACC tournament. Um, it's quite possible they could see each other early in the ACC tournament. Um, you know, depending on how all this shakes out, and. Um, yeah, I mean SU has a chance to improve its resume. You you know, you mentioned it. you've got Duke, which right now would be a quad a two, two, but but borderline quad one, I mean Duke's thirty
1: four. Yeah, but if Syracuse beats him, it's gonna make it harder for him to get into quad one.
0: I know. Well, Syracuse beat NC State, NC State's thirty eighth right now. They dropped from I think thirty-sixth. So, you know, that that has the potential if NC State gets hot, that has the potential to be a quad one. But you're right. Uh Clemson and Pittsburgh you you hope would both fall into that category. Clemson's sixty six right now. Um. So we'll see it, it, whether or not Clemson can hang on. I know you're you're high on the Clemson Tigers. Uh, Pittsburgh's forty eighth, so you know Pitt's going to be a quad one. You hope that Clemson can hang on to that.
1: Yeah, we're going to find out if NC State's for real for real down the stretch too. They've got UNC, Wake, Clemson, and Duke. They may be another one of those. Cle- they may be the Clemson light. Yeah, yeah, that that, that could be. As you said, we'll find out uh, at the end of the year. We'll know where we'll, everybody's we'll rank. Find
0: out at the end of the year. I told you <laughs> a couple weeks ago. We'll
1: know who's the best team
0: at yeah. the end of the year. At the end of the year, that makes a lot of sense after the games are played. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, talking about Duke's resume and how it's, you know, listen, Duke has a, a much better resume. They they have not lost outside of Quad One. Duke is, let me do some quick math here. Duke is fifteen and zero in Quads two, three, and four. They are three and eight in Quad One. Um. But nothing really jumps off the page at you when it comes to Duke. They've got some neutral site victories. They beat Ohio State, as we said, uh, neutral site. Um, beat NC State. But nothing. I mean, they, they've beaten the teams they have supposed to beat, and they've you know they've they've lost some games that you would normally expect them to win. I think can, can we agree Duke has been a, a slight disappointment this year? I mean, yes yeah. You know,
1: I, I I think that's fair to say. I I gotta I want to. You said the words jumped off the page, Steve. Yeah. Uh, something stuck out to me last night at, at the Jim Beheim show, and I just want to. Maybe it's too late in the segment to do this, but I want you to hear him talking about Judah Mintz last night. Well, not sure if he can make the so. NBA, but <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> if, you know, if you can't, then there's no telling where he can go. I mean, he's a really good college player, but you know, is he gonna? We're, 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 people don't realize the NBA teams have 15 guys plus two two-way guys, 17 guys on their team. It's not that easy. And if you're late, for, if you're a second-round pick, it's hard. Not many make it. Most of them are in the G League. So, you want to go in as a first-round pick. I think if he improves his shooting, stays for another year, keeps getting better, I think he'd easily be a first-round pick in the NBA draft, and that's you're going to make a team, probably. And make, you're going to make a lot of money. <laughs>
3: Uh, with NIL being a thing, uh, would a player like Judah be financially better off staying one more year than going? <laughs> Not for, if he can it make the tell. NBA, but, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if,
2: you know, if he can't, then there's no telling where he can go.
1: All right, so what jumped off the page at you? He said, he said it out loud that he thinks he needs one more year. Yeah. That, that surprises you? That he said it out loud, yeah. Like, normally we don't hear that till the end of the year. You know, this was... Maybe he's trying to get ahead of it. No, I think this is going to be the next annoyance to Jim Beheim. I think this is going to... Like, it's going to start happening. Are these guys coming back, and what are you doing to get them back? Right? This isn't... Are you retiring? Are your players leaving you? Like, it's a different world now. Yeah. Yeah. It, it wasn't shocking what he said. It's that it was it was said during the season. Was he asked about it? Or did yeah, it, just, it just, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not shocked that he said it. I think like
1: it, normally I would think that would be. Yeah, well, we'll 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 talk about it after the season. Yeah, I think he's just putting an earworm out there for Judy. To- maybe, maybe. I mean, like again,
0: maybe trying to get ahead of it a little bit. Um, he hears the chatter. And and Judah is such a key piece to the puzzle next right. year, right? I mean, you just dealt with it's a whole different world if he if he if right he comes back. Whew. Yeah, I mean, you just dealt with a true freshman point guard. You go through the growing pains. Now you're starting to see yourself on the other side of those growing pains with him in particular,
1: and you would love to reap the benefits for another season he, and a half. He also mentioned he wouldn't hate it if Joe and Jesse came back. He you know, I mean, why would you? Like he, he said he said that he said that Jesse could get a work visa. They make NIL money, you know? That's a dumb rule, by the way. It's it's kind of uh, how it works, though. You can't have a job if you're not from this country without a work visa. No, I understand, <laughs> but
0: the, the, I just know that it's very difficult for the foreign players. Yeah. I actually have um, uh, a student athlete who's in IA in one of my classes who is a well-known athlete up on the SU Hill, a female athlete and she's from another country and she has the same issue. It's it's unfortunate because you know, they should be able to to partake. So let's hope they can get that resolved because it would be great to have Jesse
1: back. How do you think the fan base would react to another year of Joe Girard? Do you think it would be met with Do you think his do you think his detractors would be irate? Yes, of course. He's been really good. He has been really He's good. He's scoring in the lane. He's, yeah. And, he, and coach even said, he got better this year. You know what he's going to do next year? He's going to get He's going to get even better. Yeah. Like, why would you not want that back? Yeah. All right. All right. Let's hit a timeout. Uh, David Shoemate,
0: voice of the Duke Blue Devils, joining us on the other side. We're back after this on ESPN Radio. ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. Watch live on
1: QSportsTalk.com. <laughs> Welcome back to Orange Nation. It's a win them before you can buy them day on ESPN Radio, Syracuse, QSportsTalk.com. If you listen to Brent Axe today, you can you can win a chance to see Bruce Springsteen. Before you can buy his tickets, you can win them. I'm playing Paulie's favorite Bruce Springsteen songs today, and this one's Tunnel of Love, Steve, because Bruce is the first repeat artist. He is. I, I thought it would be LL Cool J or EPMD, but Bruce takes the honor. The it was honor. for good reason, though. Good You reason. know, you think that if in, like, two years I go on this website and great moments in music history, I'll see. On February 17th, 2023, Bruce Springsteen became the first <laughs> two-time artist on Artist of the Day on Orange Nation. And then I'll be like, well, we got to do it. Right. So we make him the third. Make it an anniversary. All right, we're gonna try something new here, Steve. I've got Wayne in the truck on hold. Okay. We're gonna play the match game. All right. And he's I'll, so is he gonna answer? I'll ask the questions. He'll answer, and we'll either right. say he. Matched. I will. I will write down
0: my answers, well, like they do in the
1: match game, so that everybody knows I'm not cheating. All right. Well, you don't. You won't know until then. We just will pretend. Okay. Because he might say something good, and we're like, "Yeah, that sounds good. I'll agree." Match. Ding ding ding. All right. Wayne, you ready to play match game for no prizes? Yeah, let's play it for no prizes. All right. Wayne Blank will be the leading scorer for Syracuse against Duke tomorrow.
3: Joe. Joe Gerard.
1: I'm going to go Said it without hesitation. No, you know what? I, on my side, uh, the play-by-play guy there for David David Schumacher said the mid-range game is going to be important. That gives me Judah Mintz as my leading scorer. I had Judah Mintz as well, Paulie. All right, not a match. I don't have a sound effect. It's a good answer, though, Wayne. It's a good answer. We just didn't
2: have the match. That's true. That is That is true.
1: That is true. Oh, Oh, I do have a buzzer. Hold on. I don't know which mouse to grab. I don't feel like he should
0: be buzzed for that answer. He didn't match. No, I know, but
1: it was a good answer. It's called the match game. If I you know, don't match, okay. Man, right. Carry on. You're soft. Kyle Filipowski will score blank amount of points in tomorrow's game.
2: Let's say slightly above his
1: average, uh, nineteen. I I was thinking seventeen. I got him for twenty. Very, very close. We were so close to matching. Joe Girard will score blank points tomorrow.
0: Joe's gonna have twenty-four.
1: Ooh, I, I like it. I can already. <laughs> <laughs> I have him for for sixteen. I was gonna say fifteen. Joe, right? this is gonna. Be, he's gonna. This is gonna be no fun. Joe Girard will have blank amount of shot attempts tomorrow. Uh, 22. 14. 20 is what I was thinking. Uh, You're
0: for 15 points on 20 shots? Yeah. Ooh.
1: This, we, we might be talking about Joe Gerard on Monday if that Here happens. we go. This is about all of the starters. The starters will all play over blank amount of minutes. Oh.
0: So that's low. So you're thinking like Chris hey, Bell's 30. not playing a lot? Uh I, I was gonna say 30. 35.
1: Well, I was gonna say 30. I was gonna say
0: 35. But I mean he Wayne might not be wrong. <laughs> it depends on how you know it depends on how well Chris Bell plays. Yeah, I think Chris Bell's due for a down game.
1: Yeah. Chris Bell will hit blank amount of three pointers in this next game. Two. I got him for two. I got him for two also. Uh. I don't have a celebration that bad job by you. The ding ding ding. What happens when we all match?
0: I don't know, but that's Come awful, Paul. You should have been ready with oh, the ding oh, ding oh, ding. Oh,
1: here we go. <laughs> <laughs>
2: exactly I don't, don't believe what I just
0: saw. Not exactly what I
1: had in mind, but
2: I just saw. All right, that's a good one. I How like about a ding a good ding. Way, ding.
1: How about a ding ding ding? Jesse Edwards will gla- grab blank amount of rebounds. 15. Ooh. That's a dominant that's about where I was. Alright, I got him for 10. I
2: don't believe what I just saw!
1: Alright, and blank will need to happen for Cuse to win.
2: Oh, well that's wide open. right?
1: Yeah, uh, isn't it?
2: They'll have to hold Duke to under 65 points.
1: That's good, I mean, that, you know what, it, this is really weird. I I it wasn't an exact match Duke's gonna have to be in the 60s
0: 60s you're going under 70 and we've we've seen that right 75 has been the magic number with this team 7475 um that's actually a really good answer from both of you I was thinking more along the lines of what David Shumate said about the turnovers on the road for Duke I think if if Syracuse can force more turnovers than they commit themselves I think that puts Syracuse in position to win this game I think
1: it all right, Wayne. We I mean, survived. You're
0: it. so harsh with the buzzer. I mean, no, we, those were all good answers. It's that's that not funny. how the you match game works. What'd you say, Wayne? I said that was fun. You should you should do that with uh, some
1: other callers more often. <laughs> that was fun. That yeah, was fun. You, well but, done. Like, you, thanks, Wayne. You don't. You, the match game is you have to match, or you I get know. the buzzer. Okay. You, Mister. Oh, good try. It was a good try. His answers were fine. We didn't laugh or say that was stupid to any of his answers. They were fine. He didn't match us. That's how the game's played, Steve. I want the satisfaction of a ding, ding, ding if we get it right. I actually kind of like the Gibson call a little better. I didn't.
0: Next time, let's let's get a ding, ding, ding for the next one.
2: I don't believe what I just saw. (laughs) All
0: right. What does Scooter always say? Be careful, read the fine print, because our three years is almost up.
1: Yeah, I think I'm at my wits we're, end. With we're you. getting we're getting close to that. Get a ding ding. You don't just talk to me that way. Get a ding ding ding. How about a bell? Get a bell sound. Fine. Something. You sound ridiculous when you say get a ding ding ding. People knew what I was talking about.
0: Do you know Red Rob in our chat? He said ding ding ding. Everybody's
1: saying ding ding ding. Go ahead. What were you gonna say? You know, uh, there was no prizes or money given away for Wayne. But if you want to get the ultimate prize and goal in your your financial uh, life, the Elite Wealth Management Group, Steve, yeah, is your GPS to financial planning, and they'll find a way for you to do it. Did you like the new uh, kink in the uh, in the in the game there that we added? I enjoyed that.
0: I did. We should do that again. Okay. Maybe next time. Get your sound effects ready. We'll take a time out of here. I was here. not
1: prepared. It just popped yeah, in my tell. head while you were so doing it. Shocking. You while were not you, prepared. While you. Apologize. <laughs> <laughs> For what, what has gotten into you? For like, do you need to say that on the air? I was, I was. Think- how many times do you come on here
0: and you go? Our artist of the day is so and so. I don't know why. I have no idea why we picked them, but that's our
1: artist of the day. Do you know how much work I put into downloading seven damn songs every day? How about when we pick the artist of the day? You just make note of it. Oh, tomorrow is Hall and Oates because, and then just write I it down. Act- and then when you come in here tomorrow, you'll know why. Steve, I actually know the answer. I, I'm trying to you make do it for sh- the radio. Yeah, it's called shtick. And I try and make the show fun. All right, so and that's why you have to. So that's why I said what I said. You know what? Shocking! I, you're unprepared. Get it? I it's try part of, to part I, of the show. I try to make the show fun, and you're incapable of having fun. It's C three PO. You right. you are you you're being a real C three PO right now. Let Let's take a break before
0: we end the show. Before I walk. <laughs> 315-437-7644. Tim Leonard, 1 o'clock. John Ryan, one thirty. Back after this on ESPN Radio. Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse sports talk shows
1: on QSportsTalk.com. Welcome back to Orange Nation. Artist of the day. Bruce Springsteen, the boss. Pink Cadillac. And win tickets to see Bruce at the JMA Wireless Dome on Brent Ax's show today.
0: All right, you were at the uh, the Jim Beheim show last night, Paulie. We we briefly touched on it in the opening segment. Um, he, he said
1: a few things last night that I, you know, I thought were very interesting. Okay, you know, Syracuse may be in a position where they have to win the ACC tournament to make the NCAA. Uh, tournament he was Not asked, easy he was asked how uh what kind of a task that is
2: oh it's very hard <laughs> i mean it's very hard virginia tech did it last year but they were playing pretty well going in um but it's very difficult to win i mean these teams at miami virginia you know i think at the end of the year carolina and duke will be there nc state's a really good team i mean you know clemson's really good i mean it's it's going to be very tough if it wasn't for the net system, we'd have it. We could get in the tournament just by playing well in these next few games. But the net system is going to make it hard to get our net up. But they don't have to. They, they're going to look at other things. We've had five road wins. If we get another road win or two, that would be huge. Um, we need to get a couple. You know, quad one wins. Got some quad twos. Uh, and they, although they don't emphasize it, they they do look to see how you're playing at the end of the year. That's important. Yeah,
0: I mean he's 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 trying like to make a case. The pitch. He's trying. He's trying. It's he's but, saying
1: what we we're saying. If you yeah. win out, you're going to be okay. I think, but that's a tough task to ask. Now, the, the positive thing is, and he's right. It's obviously very difficult to win the conference tournament.
0: Um, the positive thing is that this year of all years. It doesn't seem like there is truly a dominant team or two in the conference I mean Virginia's good I don't know as if we would say Virginia is dominant um and and Syracuse was right there with them not so much in the first game but certainly in the second game uh it, it came down to you know a play or two um so I, I think if there's ever a year that you had to win it this is the year you would pick because it does seem wide open but of course it's it's very difficult to to get the job done
1: uh, also Steve on the AmeriQ Jim Bayheim show thanks to our friends at Learfield uh, was asked about uh, if there's been a separate you know last game not a lot of bench time and he was asked if there was a separation between the starters and the bench at this point where that's why that happened. I
2: tried to get Benny in there a little bit but he, he just it's it's hard when you start and now you're coming off the bench to get yourself going um, and so even though saimir has been good in uh, my feeling for the game, is we almost have to have Judah and Joe in the game. It's it's like these guys are really good, and they make a huge difference. And if Jesse's not in foul trouble, he's not tired. Uh, I feel like we need him in the game. These games are one point games. You know that's what they're going to be. Uh, I hope I hope we're that good. And you know I so I I would would probably tend to play. Uh, the guys, I think, are playing well.
0: We uh, we did have Sameer, um on our Orange Nation TV show last night. We we profile a player every week, and uh, he said to our Alex Sims that, you know, he didn't say definitely that he's coming back, but Samir said he's strongly considering coming back and using the final year uh, yeah. here at Syracuse. Why wouldn't he? I mean, he's been in school for four years. So I think that, you know, people wonder, is he going to take advantage of the COVID year? But um maybe he has a z sims moment yeah next year right i mean some some people just want to move on with their lives yeah. i mean you know it or somebody
1: you know may want to like,
0: experience a different college so yeah
1: but you also got to think like you're even the guy like walk like how like you're blessed man you're oh yeah going, of course going around the country you're of course eating, you're going to hawaii next year hell yeah right come on back <laughs> that alone is yeah. reason to come back um you know, it's
0: and it's interesting you bring that up and I, I know some people have pointed this out and and you know we we read the chat every day at QSportsTalk.com, and and some people in our chat have brought it up as well. The, the fact that there seems like there's a lot of good teammates on this particular yeah. roster. Samir comes to mind, John Bowl comes to mind, Quadir Copeland like you you look at the bench at any given time and I'm sure Copeland wishes he was out there. He is as engaged as anyone yeah. in the game and you love to see that. There's no pouting with him. Um, you know, same thing with John Bull. Everybody loves him. You know, we, we, you and I go to practice on occasion. He, I mean, he's a popular guy. He's a funny guy, always has a smile on his face. Teams need leaders like that. And even though Quadir is just a, a freshman, I'm not saying he's he's necessarily a leader. I think John Bull and Saimir are in their own way. And, and just, you know, Quadir is a cheerleader. when You know, and when he needs to come in, he, he seems to be ready to play. When he's on the bench, though, he's engaged and he's trying to do his part that way. And I, I think that sometimes we overlook that, but it, it should be. You know, brought to life.
1: You know what, Steve, this is going to bring me down another Grandpa Pauly moment. It dry, You know, I always ask the assistant coaches, how do you keep the players focused and away from social media on what's going on? It drives me absolutely bonkers when there's multiple people on social media saying that this person should be playing more and should be, you know, should be, you know, I leave, blah, 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 just negative stuff. Like, they read that stuff. Sure. like. It it, it it as crazy as it sounds is you're like you're affecting things when you're negative on social media.
0: It's got to be hard. I I can't imagine being an athlete in this day and age. It it's it's so different. And even just like watching my kids go through it at the high school level, and I it, like I, I realize it's way dialed back. But just social media and Snapchat and you know it it's it's hard. Like being a kid these days and being
1: an athlete. What? Why are you laughing? Jordan wrote, "How different is it?" Like the batch game, and I laughed. I'm sorry. You oh. said it's really different. It's so different. How different is it? So different. So different. When Steve was playing, they wrote on rocks, <laughs> tablets, <laughs> stone tablets. Uh, they used hieroglyph as emojis. Uh, no, but it is like I use this as the prime example of a fan just being an idiot on on social media. A the kid who's like the one fiftieth recruit. Right, in the nation. it's a good get, but, yeah. but in the know. nation, yeah. writes post. They post. He's narrowed it down to three schools: Syracuse, Virginia Tech, and one other one. And a dopey Syracuse fan. Says, "Good to see Syracuse go after the cream of the crop." Right, like, right. Dope. He's he's got to see that. Right. Like, why would you want to go? Play and he's one for-
0: fiftieth in the country. Yeah, like, yeah. Still what are you? Good. Are
1: you a, the one hundred and fifty <laughs> Beth And what you do, you dope.
0: Yeah. Yeah it's um It's a different world, man. It is. And like I said, it's I I'm glad I'm not an athlete in this day and age because it's it's tough. It's tough.
1: Want another uh, cut from uh yeah, give us the one old more. Hall of Famer. Here is Coach Beheim on uh Hey, you know what? We were just talking about players on the bench and Quadir's name came up last night. I think he's a good player. I think he's,
2: you know, kind of trying to work through. He tries to do a little too much, you know, in terms of passing and some of the things. He's very talented. He can shoot and handle the ball and pass it. I think he's a player that, you know, would could be a really good college player down the road. And uh, but this year, we need Joe in the game and. The small forward spot, we're using the two next two best shooters on the team. So, I mean, but, but you, you've got a good point. Cordier's a good player, and I think he can be a real good player down the road.
0: Kind of an odd man out situation. Um, but, it, yeah, I mean, I and you, you wonder, again, going back to this day and age, I mean, we sound like, you know, old guys doing a show, but it, it used to be that kids would pick a school and they would stay there three, four years, and they would develop And the fact of the matter is now there's this transfer portal. And you wonder if Quadir will stick it out here to get to that point where he becomes a really good player in an SU uniform. And you hope that happens, but there are no guarantees.
1: Yeah, and you're hoping former players and whatnot are in his ear. Stick it out, kid. Like D-Nick or Chris Joe, any of those guys. You know, Hey, I went through the same thing. You'll get your time if you put
0: the work in. Right. Trust the process, yeah. as they say, and trust these coaches. And I mean, you know, it's uh, it, it can be hard, it, it, especially in this world with like instant gratification. And as you said, you got people on social media saying, "Ah, you're not getting enough time," or friends are, you know, yeah. friends of his getting in his ear saying, "You know, transfer closer to home," or transfer here or there. Um, it 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 can be tough to to stick it out, but hopefully he does.
1: You know, and coach uses Quincy now on his show as an example all the time, and. He, he legitimately sounds up like this, like sad for the guy. Like yeah. I, I don't know what happened. I, I wish he wasn't in this situation that he's in. It's, the grass isn't always greener,
0: right? We talk about it all the time. There is always a risk when you whether it's switch coaches or change programs or there. There's always a risk, and um, you know, Quincy fell victim to that. You know, he um, it, it it did not yeah. go the way he had hoped.
1: All right. We got through an
0: hour. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get one? through another hour. We'll, we'll hit a timeout here. We've got Tim Leonard, voice of SU women's basketball, SU men's lacrosse. He'll join us on the other side. Back after this on ESPN Radio. Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse sports talk shows on QSportsTalk.com.
1: Wrap it up. Bruce Springsteen is our artist of the day the river this is my favorite Bruce Springsteen song. This is yeah really
3: mm-hmm. I come
2: from down in the valley
1: I have great taste in music I don't know if you knew that Humble brag but that's my favorite Bruce song the river. Jordan, did you just see the look of terror on Steve's face? There was no look of terror. I just he said, says, oh, my God, where's Jordan? I didn't say, oh, my God. I said, where's How are Jordan? are going to survive? It the was great. Yeah. We, what look of Terrapin? Is said. that what you said? Oh, good one. Jordan, I, humble brag time for Jordan. Yeah. that. Well, that's why I wanted to bring him in. I didn't want him to miss his chance. Go ahead. You had the lock of the year yesterday, and you got it and won a Diet Pepsi from me.
3: Oh, I did. Um, yeah, Maryland, it wasn't looking great. Storm back in the second half against Purdue, won by 14. Storm the court. Uh, that's 2 and 0 for me on Of the Years. If you remember, uh, Furman won me my Game of the Year earlier. And then my fishy line of the year, which is just a workaround for me to get a second game. I was going to wonder. I was yeah. Well, see, but if I call it the fishy line of the year, it's different, which means I can just finesse it. So it's
0: only February. Are you? Do we have to wait till next year? (laughs) No, no.
3: It goes by sport, and by that I mean if I have a game that I want to call my game of the year, I'll think of a prefix to. Right. I feel Free like if you win,
1: you get another one. It's like, it's like a, a challenge. <laughs> yeah. So you could just go ahead. Yeah, if you won, you won. You, that was a shocker.
3: That is fair because it is like, oh, I just hit my game of the year. In fe- like, what if your Super Bowl is the game of the year? You, then what do you do? Just sit on your hands the rest of the you, year? Uh, they didn't just win. They crushed them. Maryland is a great basketball team at home. I have no idea what's happened to Purdue. I think they've lost like three of their last five now, um, but I don't really care. Like as long as I hit the bets um, tonight. Did you get a nice uh, little bit of cache out of that? I mean, you, you got a bag? wager is two units.
0: We heard yesterday he went two. two units. He went two units. Did I'm,
3: not, I'm not going a bag on that one. Yeah, I got. I, I if
1: Baby you're watching
3: on QSportsTalk.com, I upgraded the chain that I wear. And it's all because of this Maryland game. I'm
1: going to guarantee you, Jordan, if Steve and I had no idea that you wore chains, the listeners had no idea you wore chains well, either. That's and we why, see you every that's day. That's why
3: I use my words to tell them. Just like I use my words to tell you, this is not a fishy line of the year. Uh, but Wyoming, last night, four-point favorite. Now they're up to five. I honestly forgot who they're playing. And it doesn't matter. I like Wyoming tonight.
0: They just uh, smacked New Mexico a mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. couple days ago. So uh,
3: Can I... I We have time. Can I get a soundbite in quick? Pretty please? Sure. Jalen Rose, man. like (laughs) He's clearly still got that NBA money and he's got that ESPN money because his take on haircuts that is going viral right now couldn't be me.
2: So first off, the minimum you're supposed to be spending for a quality barber is $100. I'm here to defend the sanctuary... That is called Barbers and Beauticians. You know, so many guys and people out there think y'all gonna show up and get a fly haircut and y'all gonna spend $35. Y'all gonna go to the end of the line. Y'all gonna hit up y'all barber. They're gonna send you to the voicemail.
3: What?
1: I feel like he's saying you're not getting the best work out of your barber unless you're paying him 100 bucks for it. I think that's what he's getting at. Right? That is That is high quality.
3: Dude, like... But I feel like I that's, can't look at anybody I know and be like, "I think you paid a hundred dollars for a haircut." Because even the people who have enough money, like their hair doesn't look like they paid a hundred no, for their
1: haircut. I think that's a different world. NBA player, yeah, like movie star.
3: And do you think what athlete, has to pay? Yeah. Like also in does, Syracuse, would ESPN like cover his haircuts since he's doing no, it for no?
1: Not for a hundred bucks. That's a lot.
3: That's not a lot to ESPN. Well, that's true. That's true. I'm guessing
1: like in Syracuse, fifty bucks is probably a lot for a haircut for like people like celebrities like Steve. Celebrities, yeah. Our owner. <laughs> Adam Weitzman. I partner. do not pay fifty dollars for a haircut. After tip, I bet you it comes to fifty.
3: What? He's a good tippers. I pay more than I would like, but where it's do you not go? Supercuts? Me? No. No. I have I have a barber. Shout out Ty. 10 bucks? Ty is my guy. 10 bucks just the clippers? My haircut prices can be a conversation for another day. But
1: you can't come on. Like, I pay $20 to my the girl who cuts my hair.
0: <laughs> the girl who cuts my hair. We had a whole segment about
1: this. What? That's what went in the poll. I call her not a beautician, not a barber. The girl who cuts my hair.
3: So so where I go, the prices have increased due to a location change. I pay 30 Whoa! And then because I only get my hair cut like every four months, I always tip ten dollars, thirty bucks. It's a location change. I like my Sorry,
1: guy. Sorry, Jalen Rose. I like my guy. Man,
3: that's why I didn't want to say it. Then you're, ah, well, you have no money. But you're, like, shut up. Like, that's why I didn't want to say you it. Shouldn't, you shouldn't. That's should why I didn't want go, to say go it. Go to Supercuts. Well, you, you wear a hat every day. I would go to Supercuts if I were you. Like, you wear a hat every day for a reason, right?
1: No, I just like wearing a hat. Yeah. I like wearing a hat. I don't have to do my hair every morning. I just throw a hat on. Convenience. Yeah. Man, you are a hair. You are a hair. A hair. uh, What would you call somebody like that? A diva? A hair diva? (laughs) Sure. Look at those bougie bougie hair. Look at those locks. No, we all have things that we like to spend money on. And if you want to spend your money on haircut, do it. Good for you. That's what you enjoy.
3: I stick with a guy. So, like, it wasn't always this expensive, but the shop changed locations. There were some upgrades. I respect to the area. that. I the respect the loyalty. I, I am loyal to my barbers and I am loyal to Bugs Be Gone because you know that if you need help removing pesky pests from your home or your workplace, you can visit bugsbegone.biz. That's Bugs Be Gone with two E's, just like the bug, because that's what I do to you too, Stephen Polly, every day on Origination. Bugsbegone.biz. Shout out Ty over at Hall of Fame. That's my guy. Go You're- see Ty. Jordan
1: uh, someone said get the floby.
3: I uh not this again. <laughs> I brought <laughs> when Flo-bee I used to do shows office, with Gomez they they did the floby thing. It's I brought back. I brought
1: floby up in the office and nobody knew what the hell it was. I had to explain.
3: Honestly the first time you mentioned it I think I thought it was like the Furby, those little right. those little doll artist of the day things.
1: Monday. Your choices. The Pet Shop Boys. Rihanna. Wait. Or Cheap Trick. It, it's her birthday on Monday. It's got to be Rihanna. Does it? Yes, it's it got does. to? Yes. We, we just heard just it just up. played her, the Super Bowl. Yeah, would, that's
3: too much Rihanna. Would you believe that when Paulie asked me before the show, I chose Cheap Trick?
1: I like the Pet Shop Boys. You got seven?
3: I don't know who the Pet Shop Boys are.
1: So we'll let the first one I see in the chat win, and it's Rihanna. You got you have seven pet shop boys. Yeah, really? easy. Yeah, okay. It's a sin. Wait, there are seven pet shop <laughs> boys. Opportunities. opportunities, West, That's a huge West End boys, West, yeah. ed, West End girls. girls That's I a whole mean, different right, yeah, yeah. song. <laughs> Where am I? It's a sin. West End girls. Those are the two I know. Opportunities, Domino dancing.
0: All right. All right, you got more than I that thought. That cover
1: we, of that Willie Nelson song. You could just we, we make up
3: song names if you want.
1: I know. We, we would you. have Here no we idea. Go. We got to
0: go. go. For Paulie, for Jordan, I'm Steve. Brian Higgins coming up next to the 315. Enjoy the weekend.